Take advantage of Johnson & Johnson's winter wellness event and get rewarded. It pays to be prepared for the season. Get sweet deals from Johnson & Johnson's Winter Wellness Event now through December 3rd. If you purchase $15 or $25 of participating products at BJ's, you can get a $5 or $10 reward. Plus, you can even enter to win a Visa Rewards card. Purchase at BJ's, upload your receipt, and choose your reward. It pays to be prepared at BJ's. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. And now our video will be flagged on YouTube. No. <laughs> Every time. Now Every no time. one will see it. No. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, back to Rabbit and Red Live. I'm Poe, joined by normal Cody. How's it going, sir? Fantastic. I'm still alive. And we got the lovely Heather Harlow with us as well. Hello. And and we're joined by three guys that wrote Encino Man 2. They wrote a script for Encino Man 2. Uh, Paul, it I've, sounds I, insane just talking about it I, out I, loud. I, <laughs> but we've got uh, Paul. I've, I've known him for a while. I met him a long time ago. Well, a long time ago. Like maybe, what, two years ago? Um, but we're, we've, uh, we stayed in touch. And, of course, Staunch TV in the house totally hey. killing it you're killing it doing? bro you're killing <laughs> it on your youtube i love it thank you and, i appreciate it and uh we got styles uh the third guy <laughs> like, is, and that's kind of the way i've been this whole time like what is this guy why is he even here <laughs> yeah <laughs> Well, so I, I, fit, I, I fit go in ahead, this go puzzle, and I was gonna say I fit in this puzzle in a weird way. Um, I got connected with Adon and just became the world's biggest staunch TV fan. Like I am, yeah. so, you know, that is like my <laughs> most comfort food. The best comfort food on YouTube is staunch TV, folks. Um, and you. then so he he hooked up, um, and he's I think I think maybe he found me or I found him through these mashup posters that I do every day. And I run this mm -hmm. show called VCR Redux on uh, Phantom on Phantom Spotlight channel on YouTube. Um, every Wednesday night, tomorrow's episode fifty. By the way, wink, wink. Um, <laughs> but plug we away, did plug away. I, I was like, all right, I want to do Encino Man too. And who would be better than Adon from Staunch? And he's like, you know, the '90s dude, the Paulie Shore dude, the Feldman dude. Like, this is the guy. This is the guy I want on this week's episode. Heck and yeah! He honestly, just had the best pitch. And so I was like, dude, we got to, you know, if you ever want to do this for real, like, yeah, I yeah. love the ideas you came up with. So, and then he got, you know, yeah. his brother, Paul, who's a real writer involved. And then again, they were like, well, what, what the yeah. fuck do we need you for, guy? <laughs> I'm like, oh, you know, let me just hang around and kick around ideas. Like, name on it. Like, hey, you know, just let me be in the room. <laughs> and they were kind of 
one crucial part of that story was that you wanted me on because I was like one of the only people in the world to have actually seen and seen a woman. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I've seen it. <laughs> there and you go. In that video, I always tell, I always tell Adon, like, staunch is God's work. And, like, his video on a Sino woman is God's work because so many people are scouring the internet looking for clues, looking for breadcrumbs. Like, what the hell was that thing? I saw yeah. a trailer for it and I never saw the movie. And, yeah, uh, I think I've it aired once. I'm still not sure. Yeah, right? Yeah. It's one of those movies. Yeah. It, I, 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 I will say uh, one thing. Uh, I never knew that movie existed until Staunch TV had it on. I was like, what? There was yeah. an Encino Woman movie, and it was a made for TV deal, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Yes. I'm so excited. Oh, <laughs> yeah. People need to know. They need, need to, to know. Was it, about wait, was it made in the nineties? Of course. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> going it's an obscure that. thing. <laughs> I think we so, need to. Um, I think we need to maybe start off by like saying that we're not just a bunch of jokers. That, yeah. Uh, yeah. That 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 kind of just that that this is our first script. This is not right, yeah. guys. Uh, this is right. this is probably my eleventh or twelfth script that I've written. I've uh, I wrote and directed uh, a feature film, and um, and I, I I'm working on second draft for a pandemic sports comedy right now that uh, I'm almost <laughs> I'm almost done with. And yeah, I mean uh, I've won awards for journalism writing. Um, you know I'm, I'm a I'm a I'm a filmmaker, so. I don't want people just to think that, hey, there's these three guys that just sat yeah. around a room and kind of <laughs> scribbled some stuff together, you know? Like, we're actually. No, that's our job. Yeah, that, that, that's like, exactly. That is exactly what we do here is we're just three people that sit around and joke around. But you're right, Paul. I mean, you you can. I, I've already. You, you shared a couple of scripts with me already. And yeah, yeah I mean, you're. You, yeah, you're a great writer. Um, yeah. And of course staunch you know he, he's he's all over the place i mean you you got yeah. you got so yeah. many awesome nostalgic video videos that most people hadn't heard of so yeah. who better <laughs> to write a 90s you know revive or reboot if you want to call it a reboot of an awesome movie uh, that you guys wrote um i i got through the script and what's funny is when i started it I just kept going and going. And by the time I knew it, I was already done. With, you know, it just, it kept me interested. I was reading it. I'm like, oh man, they added that from this, from that. Oh man, that's awesome. You know, you kind of, yeah. not a total throwback, but you know what I mean? You, you get that, uh, that nostalgic feeling on it. And I, I appreciate that. Well, that was the, sure. and a lot of that. Like a lot of that was my brother. So, I mean, like, you know, shout out to Paul for holding it all together. <laughs> and Paul has like these characters' voices down. Like he has yeah. the dialogue. Yes, so he perfect, does. You know, and again, I can totally see when I'm coming in. You know, they're like, "Well, what the fuck do we need you for?" And I'm still trying to honestly figure it out. I convinced them that I was like, "Oh, well, don't you let, know, story arcs and characters. You know, well, you know." Don't let well, don't man. let Chris don't let Chris fool you. Chris was uh, <laughs> he, he had a lot to do with the script. Uh, yeah, my, sure. my 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 original version of the script was going to be all about Pauly Shore, uh, Stoney, uh, getting too old and realizing that that he needs to become a father 
so he freezes his his uh sperm which you yeah. know which which at the end of the movie he thaws out just like a caveman would thaw out you know in um you know how uh link thawed out and then but but he goes along this whole journey of trying to become a, a father and link and dave were just kind of in the background but then whenever i kind of pitched that to chris Chris just shot it down, and he's like, "Well, this is this is my idea." Like, and his idea like, was really better, <laughs> you know. And it's like, um, uh, Sanch, uh, Alec, Sanch, Adon, whatever you want to call him. That's actually my brother, and uh, he, um, he, he, he kind of gave me like the um, the main, the, like I guess the the main thread that, that goes through the whole movie, whenever he said, you know, if you, if you watch Encino, man, um, Dave's kind of an asshole, you know, like yeah. Dave yeah. wants this girl and he doesn't do anything to try and get her. He kind of like fuels her up, you know, at weird parts and he's trying to steal her away from her boyfriend. <laughs> and, 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 and like he's shitty in school, he's shitty to his friends. And like if you if you really think about Encino Man, Encino Man's the story of Stony and Link becoming best friends, you know. And Dave's just kind of there trying to hook up with this hot, like <laughs> this hot girl. That yeah. That, that that doesn't want him, and he doesn't even try. He doesn't try at <laughs> yeah. all. You know, he's just kind of an idiot, you know. And that so like he was probably so whenever... just pissed off he didn't get Goonies two off the ground. <laughs> oh, maybe, maybe. You know, but it's like Kinoy Kwan is in is in Encino Man. A lot of people don't know that. Oh wow! Oh yeah, he yeah. he's the uh, he runs the computer club. And he yeah. lives, like, you know, we took a vote and we decided that you your you know your presence yeah, is yeah, an yeah, asset yeah. to the computer club. <laughs> I didn't know that. That's crazy. Yeah. So then, whenever yeah, so like whenever whenever my brother uh, he kind of put that in my head, and then everything Chris was giving me because me and Chris, uh, how many times did we meet? Like three, four times? Only like yeah, only like probably yeah, three, four times tops. I want I'd say more to like two or three, honestly. Oh, um, maybe yeah, yeah, yeah. And which is funny, you you know, it's a contrast of working styles, and I'm by, by far the most green of everyone here. This was only my second script, and again, I'm just like a story contributor, you know, like these guys wrote the movie, uh, you know, Paul really wrote the movie. Um, yeah. and, you know, Adon came up with the perfect jumping off point. Um, and yeah. I don't know how much we want to talk about the details of the script or spoilers or anything about like the, in terms of that. But um, it was almost, you know, Cobra Kai in its level of like, oh, my God, that's so interesting and so perfect. And I want to like I just want to explore that. I just want to, you know, it was just the perfect like kind of opening to this movie. And I was just, you know. It was like a kid on Christmas morning, like, oh my God, this can be, a, this can actually be good. Like, you know, half the time we do this on the show and you never know if it's going to be good or if it's going to be a bunch of jokes. Um, this is the one time where I was just like jumping out of my chair, like, we got to do this movie. And, um, you know, so again, credit to these guys for, you know, starting it and finishing it and letting me kind of, you know, play with it a little in the middle. <laughs> you know? it, was, um, it ended up being the, the fastest script that I ever wrote. Um, I think, like all in all, it took seven days to write the first and second draft together. Because I think the first draft only took like four days. I sat down, and then it's like I watched Encino Man, and then we had the meeting, and then I was like, okay, let me just write. You know, I have all these ideas, and the first draft was still completely, completely different. And then whenever me and Chris would meet, he's kind of like, oh, maybe we should do this, maybe we should do that, and I was like, okay, I got it. 
and then I would go back and I would write, you know, like, I, like, uh, I have, I have three kids. So my writing time is between like nine and two or three in the morning, you know, but, but it was just so much fun, you know, cause it's like, I always wanted an Encino man too. And just being able to like jump back there. And, and, and it was like my, uh, it was like my little kid brain or like my teenage brain, you know, uh, just kind of yeah. clicked on and, and all of a sudden you're like, inspired. Yeah. And it's like, I wasn't really writing. They were just, they were just talking, you know, like these characters that I had grown up with, they were just talking. So I was just writing down what they were saying. And that's why I think I wrote it so fast, you know, cause it's like, I was yeah. just watching this movie that I've been wanting to see, you know, for 30 years. And uh, yeah, that's yeah. impressive. Yeah, you really wrote. I mean, it takes me longer usually just the outlining stage than it took you to actually write two drafts of this, let alone one draft. So it's funny because I've outlined a million scripts, um, but in terms of just fin- you know, finishing them, writing, you know, I'm still editing the thing I finished before we did in Cino Man Two. You know? <laughs> yeah, so yeah, it's it's, it's hard to write a script. I think. I mean, I for me too. I mean, I I just you know it it. It takes a lot of time and a, a good imagination and and put those pieces together. And, and like I said, reading it, it you did, uh, Paul, you did get these characters, you know, voice. I mean, I felt like I was watching the damn thing because <laughs> I was reading. It, I was like, man, he got the he, he got the dialogue just perfect for these characters. I could see these actors doing all the stuff that I was reading. That's what kept my interest on it. And uh, like I said, it. I, I thought, man, it's going to take me a while to read this. And I just sat down and finally, you know, I'm guilty just like anybody else. Shut off all this shit and just like pay attention to one thing and just sit there and read it. And, and I and I did. And I, I, I'm glad I did. I, I, I very much enjoyed it. I know I would love to after this, we'll we'll talk more about it in depth because there's some stuff I wanted to mention to you. But uh, uh, stuff I liked about it. So. Uh, but we well, won't mention it know, here because I don't want to ruin stuff. I don't want to ruin it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And see, and that's and, and then I reached out to you because um, I, I had sent it out to a whole bunch of managers uh, trying to get some representation. Uh, we reached out to Paulie a lot. I know that you guys reached out to Paulie. Yeah, we did. Um, yeah, and um, I think I I think I DM'd uh, Sean Aston a few times and never heard back. <laughs> and, and, and like it's. It's like we have this movie that I really like. I mean, uh, this might be the, like my favorite thing that I've ever written because it's something I've wanted for 30 years. And now we have it and it's here. And it's kind of like, well, what else do we do? Like, we need to let people know that this thing exists because Pauly Shore is always, you know, he's always on Instagram or something talking about, oh, yeah, we need to, you know, we need to let people know that we're ready to make it Encino Man 2. And, and then nothing ever happens. So it's kind of like, script. well, I'll. I'll yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Like now we have a script, so that's you know, like I mean, I, mean, yeah. I think for all of us, this is the this is the movie that we want to see. You know, um, yeah. It's I and nineties like nostalgia is huge right now. Like, yeah, it is. Huge. Yeah, I grew up in the nineties. So yeah, I just I just went to yeah. I just went to a nineties con in Connecticut actually. Which was an no, awesome time. I swear. And it's like one of those things, it does make you feel a little bit old because you're like, wow, that's a thing now? Like there would have been a 50 year old. I don't know they had a convention for 10 years ago. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I told you, I'm still living in 94. So we're, I'm good. I want to go to that. That would be amazing. I'm just doing like 87 to 92 on a loop. 
or 85, yeah. 84 oh, to 91 loop. It. Like, it's just a loop that I ride. <laughs> I went to high school in the late 90s. So, like, the craft came out in 96. Like, this just oh, good. The, all, of the, all of the 90s is just, it's like where I'm stuck. And the 80s, half the 80s, too. So. Yeah. But yeah, I think that it would be it would it's the perfect time to make it because it really is in every way. Like the clothes, I everything is coming back, and it's it's just really popular right now. And we so. are living in the age of legacy sequels. Yeah, yeah. And, true. Uh, you know, Disney is sitting on a fucking mountain of money. This movie would cost nothing for them uh, to make. It's not like there are no CG explosions. Uh, these actors, for the most part. Uh, are not commanding, you know, like $10 million paychecks or anything like an exorbitant amount uh, to cast this movie. Um, it's fun. They're the right age. You know, like everything about this movie is like, just go out there and make it, now, you know. Like, speaking yeah, about right. speaking about age, I thought uh, I thought that was going to be the hardest part is, is, yeah. is making this sequel, you know, 30 years later. But then it's like, you know, here I am, I'm 40 and I'm 30 years later. And it's kind of like thinking about these characters and like, like, like what, like what would have transpired in those 30 years? Honestly, it might've been easier to write a sequel that took place five years later. A lot of ground to cover. A lot of ground. But that was like the fun part. And I think that was like yeah. what I was really excited about when I came in. I was like, well, let's say, you know, before we write where they are now, let's just like have fun playing play the clock out like what happened after high school and then what happened in their 30s and what happened in their 40s and we were sort of like filling in those blanks just to make you know again our jumping off point seem a little more real and that was you know hilariously fun and a great time and you know like that's the kind of stuff i you know i gets me really excited about doing doing these should things we, should we like give like a basic premise yeah, I mean, Adon had the great pitch on the show, so I don't know if you want to kick it off. Um, Go ahead. Do you remember your, your initial pitch? Hold on. Hold on. He's typing. <laughs> he's typing. Hey, Staunch. <laughs> hey, he's we're talking to you. <laughs> Is he hey, muted? Oh. Adon, we're talking to you. That's okay. At least it's not our producer this time. Oh, okay. <laughs> Did we just lose someone too? I, yeah, uh, I I think her phone because she's doing it off her phone and kind of went sideways, but that's fine. Uh, She'll come back. Adon, hey, can you hear us, sir? No, he can't. Is he? Can yeah. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> well, well. Anyway, I can give his pitch for him. Okay. All um, right. <laughs> basically, and again, this is what got me so excited about getting involved was he saw them, and I think the first words out of his mouth were like pool company or pool cleaners he's like that's where i see um dave and that's where i see stony uh and i'm like oh my god that's perfect and then you know the exciting part was then figuring out what happened to link in all that time and like i think i had this theory that he became like a successful like model slash actor like a male supermodel kind of thing almost like um you know like a, a less ridiculous version of Zoolander and all this time. And he sort of like left the guys behind a little bit. He had his cave <laughs> nug. We kept in Cena Woman and Canon. Like there was a lot of things about this that I was like, oh my God, I'm foaming at the mouth for all of this. Um, and again, this would be the best thing that could ever happen in the world to Encino Woman because now people are going to like, what? There's a cave nug? Like, oh, we need to, see, you know, this is all Canon now? Like shit. <laughs> so and it then enhances. What's Encino Woman? Yeah, 
And again, I yeah. do think it, it, it I think it, it, it pays the right uh, pathos to all the, you know, characters that you want to see come back. They do come back, but not in that forced way where it's like, oh, now we have the scene with this person. And, that, you know, like everyone comes back with a good uh, <laughs> Halloween perspective. Kills. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you have a bad cold over there. Anyway, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> but I think everyone comes back with a good, um, you know, perspective, a good reason to be there, a good, you know, uh, little arc for everybody everyone gets their their payoff uh in this film i i agree with that end game end game of the The end game we throw it all in you got it all yeah we got anything we wrote wrote everybody in it you know yeah and uh that's what was kind of fun trying to trying to find places to where they would uh kind of fit in naturally you know like you said like we didn't want to just shove somebody in there and yeah it was like okay well there would be like a version where, you know, uh, Matt would show up somewhere and it's like, ah, that just doesn't feel right. Let's maybe have him yeah. do this or let's stick him here. And, you know, um, yeah, he was probably the, the hardest one to, you know, or the one we took the most care, I think, with working him into the story and not having it be too like, oh, let's set up this arch villain, this crazy rivalry. You know, you want yeah. it to feel like more natural and a little bit more coincidental, I think. Um, we lost the Don. We lost Don. Yeah, uh, 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 <laughs> You're dropping yeah. like flies. <laughs> well, He's like, you just gave my pitch like shit. Like, no, no. Uh, <laughs> well, that he, elevator pitch, that took an hour. <laughs> for, it was for Colonel our, Mustard uh, in the library. <laughs> for the audio uh, listeners, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Staunch, he, he, uh, he dropped off, but he has some bad weather over in his area, so that's, that's probably what's going on because we just went through a little rainstorm here, so. But uh, hopefully he gets a pop back in before we call it a, a call it a show. So, but yeah, that's what happened. He just texted me. He said, "If I disappear, it's the weather's getting bad over here." Oh man! Um, but anyway, I don't know what happened to Heather, but she'll be back. Maybe we should so, um, maybe we should talk just uh, briefly about how like what brings them all back together because um, uh, Stony and Dave are still kind of buddies you know like they're yeah they're they're still buddies but um stony has seemed to have have gotten uh very very rich uh, over the years you know um he he he's done a lot better than dave let's say and he went um, he went to great places at least dave never did Stony yeah. went up and had a great <laughs> fall you know and now they're kind of back together right and, and, and yeah. dave sort of you know stagnated if you will yeah and, uh, and and then Link went off, you know, and did his modeling thing with Betty Nugs, uh, who mm-hmm. is, you know, who's at the end of the movie, uh, and who who we actually thought we were going to get a, a real sequel with, you know, uh, but well, I guess we did get a sequel, but not a good one, but yeah. but we we Encino Man was set up for a sequel like right away. We were going to be like, okay, yeah, now now we have a Link and we have his wife. And now we get to see like their zany adventures through the '90s, and we didn't get that. So now we have to see their zany adventures through the 2020s. But um, <laughs> but it's like uh, it Link ends up seeing this was another part too that was kind of difficult because nobody nobody looks the same anymore, you know? Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so so we kind of had to wash out Link and make him like an X model. Who is struggling to raise a child now? You know his 
his son is young and really, really hates him pretty much, you know? So, uh, so then what, what, what had happened after the Encino man movie was that, uh, <laughs> yeah, she's, Heather. <laughs> she's, um, she's freezing up. Sorry. So like, so like what, what happened is, uh, Stoney and, um, Link, they ended up making uh, a, a California Man movie, you know, and it turned out to be pretty, pretty bad, but mm-hmm. it's still kind of, kind of a thing, you know, and the reason it's called California Man was because in, you know, like in uh, Canada, that's what Encino Man was called because they didn't know what Encino was. So they oh, called okay. it California Man. I didn't you know, know that. So, yeah. Yeah. So you can, so you can find copies of it like on VHS and stuff. It's, it's California Man. <laughs> It's called California Man. Man. Yeah. California Man. Yeah. So, so they went and made this movie and it kind of became a cult classic. So, so 30 years on the 30, oh, no, the 25th anniversary, um, they're all coming back together because Encino is throwing a big celebration for this movie about this caveman that was found in their, in their city. So, uh, that's kind of the impetus that brings them all together. And, uh, yeah. And then it kind of takes off from there. Yeah, again, I, I do. So much fun. Yeah, oh, I'm sorry. No, no, it's all right. No, I, I was going to say, I, I think it it kind of works with some of the stuff that happens, uh, especially with Stoney and, and bringing it to the 2020s. I thought that was, that was, uh, I could see him doing that. <laughs> like all, all this. Stuff. And, then, and then the dialogue, I laughed out loud on some of his stuff. I was like, yeah, that's. That. I could definitely see old Paulie on there uh, talking about that, um, but um, man, it, it's—I'm I, I, surprised they hadn't done it sooner either. It was—it uh, was pretty big. I, I think that movie was pretty big when it first came out. Yeah, I wonder why. Like, it, it, no. Well, I mean, it's like uh, Paulie Shore had that—he had that amazing run, you know. Yeah, uh, he did. Uh, you know, of, of yeah, he was Man, Mr. Son in for sure. Yeah, <laughs> and, and and Brendan Fraser had a pretty amazing run too. Um, yeah, he did. You know, coming right off this movie, so I think oh, yeah. what happened was I don't think it crossed either of their minds, you know, to really make to get it done because they were busy succeeding, they were busy winning in other ways. Um, <laughs> yeah. And again, Sean Astin went on to make Lord of the Rings. Um, yeah, you know, so I think it wasn't until it was so much later that like they started to think, oh, maybe you know. Would be fun, you know, or this it seemed even like even a possibility. Um, because by the time you get to like you know, Paulie Shore had his rise, and then you know, he had kind of a you know, some lean years after that. Um, I you know, and I was a fan of him, I was such a fan, like the Paulie show on Fox was like one of my favorite shows, and got canceled and it broke my heart, like it broke my heart. I absolutely loved Paulie Shore, I'd forgot um, all about that. Yeah, I you know, I was a huge fan of that show. Um, Fox was, yeah, they canceled so many great shows in the nineties before they got a chance. But, um, so by the time you get to like that, after the Pauly show had been canceled, then maybe Pauly would have done it. But Brendan Fraser was like, well, I'm getting ready to do the mummy and, you know, be the next, uh, Harrison Ford. Uh, so <laughs> next action again, story. Yeah. The time, maybe it was destined to not happen sooner as much as we would have loved to have seen in Cino man two in 1994, or 1995 or something. Um, it was just destined to be a legacy sequel, destined to happen thirty years later. Who knows? Yeah, I like to think so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I, I like I said, it, I think you know you got you got a good script on your hands, and I, I, I think uh, 
You know, you can't get anybody the, to read it though. I know. That's, the, that's the problem. <laughs> it's like you know, like like we, I want to read <laughs> it. Have, like this great script, and it's like I'm yeah, it's yeah, it's oh, it's and you're casting. Part, oh, you know. <laughs> what is it? Part part a copy of it. Yeah. Or, now I can imagine or, the or, way that you described that you wrote it. That it's amazing scripts, a uh, really interesting story. So I, I would love. To. Yeah, we'll have to share. We have we have it, and I wanted to share it with everybody, but it was like, man, it's we got to get it out to y'all. We have a copy. We can send to Cody and and Heather, so they can. I, I like to hear their thoughts on it too. So, yeah, we just kind of me and Michael read it, Absolutely. and then Michael got halfway through it, and, and his glasses broke, so then he couldn't read. <laughs> so I, and I, I texted him like, "Dude, I sat here and read it." Uh, I said, "You won't believe me, but I did." <laughs> glasses couldn't well, handle was, the uh, heat that's on the page. <laughs> yeah, there you go. It was shattered by the heat. Um, I I reread uh, re uh, this uh, this this morning, and it's 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 a really quick quick read. It's it, it's what ninety. 90 pages, 92 pages, 94, 96, something like that. Yeah. Is it? Okay. Yeah. yeah and I mean, it's, it's a really quick read because you're, you're reading it and you're basically watching the movie, you know? Yeah. So it's like, it's yeah. not even like reading at all. I'm not like tooting my own horn or anything. It's no, just I, like, uh, well, that's it, what I said. Really that, that's what I said in the beginning. It that's what is. I was like. Yeah, it is. But it's uh like I said, it, it that's how yeah, I felt reading it. I guess she has a delay. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, I think it's a it's a. I, I hope someone picks up on it. I really do. And and like Cody said, they're they're going around picking up different things. Why not this? You know, why yeah, not? Here's why what I'm saying. This Disney Plus, like, you know, you're you're aggressive right now. You're trying all the Star Wars you could possibly imagine to make, right that's enough you're, of that you, you yeah know, you got the mighty ducks reboot you got turner and hooch you rebooted turner and hooch um and you didn't put really? turner in it and mm -hmm. i'm confused yeah. and <laughs> you <laughs> missed hey, hey, this opportunity hey, it's not even the dog from the original yeah you didn't yeah. even get the dog oh, come on <laughs> what is this i feel no attachment all right I want, you know. The dog from the original would be blind <laughs> and incontinent. <laughs> Jeez. You know, I'm just saying, people love Encino Man and they left you wanting more. And we're here to serve it to you. And, you know, we'd like to do so at a reasonable fee. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, at the, yeah, a reasonable fee. Exactly. Yeah. But, you know, um, we'll, we'll, Get us I now think... while it's cheap. You never know. In the future, this could be either could be a bidding war on this. And you know something? Y'all better think about getting it now because you can get it for a pretty good price. A fair yeah. price. A fair price right now. Heck yeah. And uh, I think you guys, you know, going on shows and everything and talking about it, I think that's just going to get more steam behind it. You know, I mean, hopefully you being on our little program here, you know, uh, with algorithms and everything, seeing Encino Man 2, three guys wrote Encino Man 2, you know, uh, we'll have to hashtag it, Encino Man 2, I, and I think it's just with like you guys. If you, if you say Disney Plus three times fast, then they'll, they'll see it. <laughs> Disney Plus, Disney Plus, Disney Plus. <laughs> there you go. Um, 
So there you go. Now we're good. We're covered. I know you're watching Disney. Get this now because you never know. We may write uh, we may write Team Wolf 3 and then the world goes bonkers for this script next. You know, you never or know Goonies what's going to happen. Goonies 2. Goonies 2. Maybe, yeah, maybe, we'll have to write, maybe we'll write that and then people will be, again, a bidding war for this like it's a Shane Black script and it's 1991. It would be great. Oh, there you go. The big bucks. Nice. Yeah, the, the last was... Boy Scout money. <laughs> there you go, dude. <laughs> a lot of people don't know. And we got to, you know, some respect to, to Bruce Bruce Willis announcing his oh, recent yeah, retirement. Yeah. Um, yeah. And last Boy Scout, man, you know, people don't know. That's the first script that ever sold for more than a million dollars. Really? Oh, for, yeah. It got offered wow. free, I think. And then he settled for like 2.75 so he can make hey. up corners with Joel Silver. Um, that ain't bad. Yeah, right. That's not that's bad not at too, all. That's not too bad at all. <laughs> well at deserved. All. Well deserved. Because Shane yeah. Black is a legend. One thing, um, one thing that, one thing that we that 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 sort of happened uh, while we were working on the script was uh, the I don't know what do you want to what do you want to call it the Brendan Fraser songs or something where like <laughs> yeah, all of yeah, a sudden that did yeah that's yeah true. It's that like, was yeah kind of around that time. Yeah, like he got, he, you know, he started getting offers for big movies. He's uh, he's working with Martin Scorsese or something, and uh, yeah, like all this was happening. We're like, oh shit, like we we might not be able. <laughs> he might not want to do this anymore, you know? Oh right, yeah. And then maybe now he's blowing up too much. You know what? <laughs> I think it's the perfect way to pay back the fans, though. I mean, like, let's face it. Yeah. Like, I loved School Ties and, like, With Honors and other movies he made around this time, but no one is dying for those to get a sequel. Um, people want yeah. No Man 2. They want Polly and, you know, they want um, Brendan and they want Sean back together. And, you know, they want Matt. You know, they want, they want to hear Shush. You know, there's just yeah. certain mm-hmm. things that, like... <laughs> Yeah, you know, we did it's, not. It's get been enough long time. enough. Uh, Polly Shore, you know, he like I said, Mister Nineties, but you know, as great of a comedian as he was, he just kind of over. If nothing else, like many comedic actors do, oversaturated uh, himself. And now, uh, now I think it's been a long enough passage of time. Now I think people could uh, enjoy a, a resurgence of the weasel. Oh, for sure. <laughs> People are people are ready for it. There's no doubt about the, the, that. The last time I saw his uh, his stand up, I, th- I think it was about ten years ago, maybe. Um, he like a lot of his stand up is is him like, oh, but you guys want me to make Encino Man too, and you know, but I can't because Sean Astin just did Lord of the Rings, and he doesn't want to do it anymore. <laughs> and then and then you want me to make Son in Law too, but everybody's dead, you know. And then you want me to do. Uh, and then. Oh. And then uh, and then you want me to do uh, um, uh, Biodome too, but you know uh, Stephen Baldwin. Stephen Baldwin. Stephen Baldwin's going to church all the time, so he doesn't want to do it. And, <laughs> you know, and it's like, man, that would be so cool if I could just write one of these movies because, like, I mean, there's there's so many ideas, like there's so many ways these these can go. And uh, mm-hmm. I think I was talking to Chris whenever I told you I was like, dude, I have an idea for Biodome too. Also, if uh, this ever happens, yeah. you know. No, seriously, um, I feel like you know, again, because we know you're watching, Polly. You know, we could get Biodome <laughs> two going. We could get Son in Law two going. You know, they're yeah. like we could easily, you know, crush those in the same manner that we crush this. Um, and I'll be riding Paul and Don's coattails the whole way. <laughs> and I can deliver the script under two weeks. Guaranteed. Fucking a, yeah. 
I yeah, mean, hey, you know, it's a lot easier to do one of these meetings when you at least have, you know, a stack of pages, oh, you yeah. know, you, yeah, you got a script sure. and it's, it becomes a more tangible thing. So, you know, you know I think it's up, tweet at us, DM us, tweet us, Instagram us, Facebook us, <laughs> tag us, whatever, yeah, hashtag us, you know, you know I, I really think like with all this stuff going on. And technology, you know, we you have you have little shows like ours. You know, you got guys trying to, you know, do some fun shows and some entertainment. And then you have guys like you that are writing stuff and creating stuff and all that. And then you had, you know, Netflix swoop in and you got now what, like how many streaming channels that swoop in and then they just grab up all this stuff and there's no there's no chance for, you know, a, a very minimal chance of people getting exposed to this kind of uh, content. It, it's a fight out there. And it, and it kind of sucks because, you know, uh, it, all the, and I always, I always have this gripe. I'm like, you know, this is the garage band part of this, right? The podcasting is garage band. So Will Ferrell and all these famous people have podcast. You have other mediums. You can be on TV. You can be on radio. You let, uh, let us have a chance. You know, this is our only chance. That's like Metallica going into someone's garage and say, get out of the way. We know how to do this better. You know, uh, it always pisses or, or me like off. Or like famous, famous filmmakers kickstarting their movies, you know? It's like, yeah. Well, get get off of there. Yeah. 20th Century Fox to pay for this. You know, get Universal to pay for this. They'll be happy say, to, you know. Dude, I'm a, <laughs> I'm a big Rob Zombie fan. When he did that, you, the fans get to... Help me make this movie, and I'm like, you couldn't have made a better movie. I mean, I lo I love you, Rob. I do. I love Rob Zombie. I love his movies. And 31 wasn't that terrible. My God, you could have done a lot better. You could have, especially with other people's money. I love and then, Rob then, then it was a shit show, from what I hear of uh, perks and everything. But anyway, I love Rob <laughs> Zombie, but he's no Rob Schneider. Let's just let's just you know say like yeah. <laughs> and, 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 and we have a take for Deuce Bigelow three. No, I'm joking. Oh my you god! Can <laughs> I'm joking, you can I'm do it. You can do it. Golly, it reminds me of like Disney back in the '90s. They kept coming out with sequels like every other week of different things. Like, <laughs> right. The Revenge of Jafar. It's like, didn't I just see another one? Like last week, <laughs> y'all are just coming out. Oh yeah, like late uh, before time. Yeah, yeah there you go. You know, <laughs> the other great, great, great journey. But uh, just just to take a side note on Rob yeah. Zombie. Uh, I'm I'm a big Rob Zombie fan. Uh, I I love the way his movies look, mm -hmm. and I would love to see him direct something that he didn't write. Uh, something that he really wants to do that he doesn't write. I. I think he's a very visual, uh, visually strong storyteller. Yeah, he is. I, just, I don't know. I just like I watch his movies and I'm so excited, but then I just tune it out of whatever's going on and just <laughs> there watch is, it. You know, I know what you mean. There's almost like a like the Zack Schneider of horror effect thing too, where like Zack Schneider's oh, an yeah. amazing visual filmmaker. Pretty and, much. Yeah. You know, I know he doesn't write his things, but like. I want to see him work with different writers, maybe than he's been working oh, with. Yeah, um, yeah but yeah, uh, Zack Snyder, Zack Snyder could not be Zack Snyder without the backing that he has, the money that he has. Oh, of course, yeah. He His could never are, be yeah. Zack Snyder. <laughs> like it's, a, yeah. I, I just that's how, uh, you know. Even looking at Christopher Nolan, you, you know, you look at Memento, and it's like, wow, he did a lot, and and he didn't have a shit ton of money to do that. 
And now he does. And now you see all the effects. Zack Snyder, he just started off right off the bat with green screens, computer effects, and all that. Well, of course, you know, he's going to come out with some badass. People forget sometimes, though, even that overnight success is usually 10 to 15 years in the making. Oh, for sure. So, yeah. you know, everyone thinks his career started with what Dawn of the Dead or Day of the Dead, whatever zombie remake yeah. that was that he did. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, you know, growing up in Chicago, I know fucking damn well he made like Michael Jordan a basketball journey or like some weird Michael Jordan documentary in like 1990, you know, like a years. And I'm obsessed with the humble beginnings of people from especially particularly the early 90s. And, you know, that part of that love goes into, I think, Encino Man, of course. But um, like J.J. Abrams, a lot of people don't know the first movie he ever wrote was fucking taking care of business. James Belushi and Charles Grodin. Really? Uh, about, a, about a Cub fan who breaks out of jail to go see the Cubs in the World Series. <laughs> the most fun-fetched movie imaginable for many reasons. J.J. Um, Abrams, and, his name his name pops up a lot whenever you start watching like late uh, 80s and 90s TV shows and movies. Yeah. And it's like J.J. Abrams props up. Like, what? Yeah. He was doing this? Like, what? Yeah, dude. Yeah. I mean, then after that, He's I think he got his bones on, on like every TV show around, I think. Yeah. Um, and, you know, um, you mentioned Christopher Nolan and David Goyer, who wrote the Dark Knight movies. Uh, first movie he ever wrote, Kickboxer 2. With oh, Mitchell. my God. Um, <laughs> I still have it on VHS. It's a fucking great movie. I don't care what anyone says. I love Kickboxer 2. The sequels, the, I mean, the series ages like wine. I don't care what anyone says. Like, you know, 2 is better than 1, and 3 is better than anything I've ever seen. Uh, what was, uh, which one was, was it... Was it that with that series that had the what's his name Sasha whatever his name was? Yeah, Sasha, cousin Cody, yeah, Sasha yeah, Cody. yeah, cousin Cody. That's <laughs> That's Cody yeah. man. Hey, God. God, dude. No man, totally roundhouse your face, bro. <laughs> he should have been that character in the ring. <laughs> he was amazing. Oh my god, he kind of was though. Honestly, that's part of why I love those kickboxing movies. It's like. You know, it's the cousin Cody kicking ass, and in the third one, they're like they're like shooting fucking machine guns. There's like barely any kicks or boxing in the whole movie. Yeah. It's like Uzis and like human trafficking and like dictators like, on island. Like you know, it's just amazing. Ah, oh, fantastic film. Couldn't be done better. We have a and take, Chris by was... the way. On... <laughs> <laughs> we have a script on that, by the way. I do want to real quick. Uh, we like to acknowledge people in the chat here. We got Joey T. He has a show on here. Uh, <clears throat> let's see. What does he say? Hey, buddies. Hey, buddy. Hmm. And then <laughs> uh, Michelle Blasky says, hey, Heather. What's up? And then we got Father Mahoney saying, Rob Zombie, excellent musical. I'm down for a Rob Zombie musical. I am too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's I, see what happens. Yeah. I want the House of Thousand Horses on Thousand Horses, and I want to be in it. Oh my god, that would be. <laughs> I love that's that my favorite. Awesome. Rob Zombie. Mine too. Mine too. I love that one. Uh, oh, it's Chris, so good. Uh, Chris, Chris. I think actually, he started. Uh, Chris was actually making fun of uh, the Land Before Time. But I do have a first draft of a big budget CGI uh, reboot of the of the Land Before Time. I do hey. have a first draft written. You do? And, uh, really? Yeah, I, yeah. I, uh, I do. You not <laughs> fucking with me right now? No, 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 no. I no, totally. 
I swear ahead. to God, if you don't that have original one is great though, just like um, American Tale. Um, you know, those were. Great. Um, so great. And what was the guy's name? Was it Don Bluth? Is that the, the, the yeah, the Don, name? yeah, who did both those movies? I mean, amazing mm-hmm. stuff. And you know, Spielberg and Lucas uh, threw their weight behind him for good reason. And those yeah. were like those were like again VHS tapes. You watch until the wheels fall off. I still remember the. I can still taste the fucking Pizza Hut commercials. That. that oh yeah, man. Movie, You know what I mean? Um, and it's like it's the uh, the original Land Before Time, uh, the the first one. It's only what sixty four minutes long, because it's really because they, uh, 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 Steven Spielberg and uh, George Lucas stepped in and they cut out a bunch of scary stuff that was in it. So really? it took the runtime down from I think 126 minutes to just 64 minutes or something like that. I mean, oh, the, the land before time is just over an hour long. So like I that was see- wow. There's like a yeah, that was like a Godfather cut of this movie that I'm dying to see now. Yes. <laughs> and that's, what the, that's what the fun Release part was. The Snyder oh, cut. <laughs> oh God, here we go. <laughs> that's what the fun part was about about writing uh, this this version that I came up with is like, okay, like, yeah, like, like let's put these dinosaurs into, into peril, you know, like, let's let's kind of put in the scary stuff. But, I mean, we have Jurassic Parks already. So it's like, you can't scare the kids any more than that, you know? Like, you right. know, T-Rex is running around, like, eating people, you know, and all this <laughs> stuff. So I'm like, okay, well, there's no people in this, but they're dinosaurs, and yeah. So... My version, I think, is uh, what is it? I think it's an hour and forty something minutes. I think that's what my version is. And like I said, I just I just sat down and wrote the first draft, and then just kind of set it aside. And uh, I'll revisit it for the second draft here eventually. Man, y'all are just creating stuff left and right over there. Okay. <laughs> I love it though. I love it, and it it needs to happen. I don't I don't know why they haven't jumped on that either. I mean, that was a that was a pretty big deal. I remember, and I was I was just a kid when that one came out. I think it was yeah, like in too. fourth grade or something. Yeah, I was. Um, we watched the hell out of it as well. So, like you said, you get the go ahead. I saw it in theaters whenever I was a kid. Oh yeah, me too. My, me my too. parents took us. Yeah, and it was just such like this crazy thing where it wasn't like disney characters they were like dinosaurs and there was no humans and it was just like in this prehistoric world that we learned about in school and it's like right. oh wow we get to sit in theaters and watch and the this characters were so like <laughs> lovable, you know and you're oh, right. i feel like i still remember the pizza hut toys yeah pizza the, uh, yeah puppets yeah the puppets is that what they were puppets is that what they were yeah, 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 hand puppets. puppets. That didn't it's work well at all. Hand puppets. They were like, hard you know, they're like, <laughs> yeah. This looks awesome. You know, this is kind of a problem with with the film industry in general today. Is it's like we're talking about Land Before Time because it was so special because there weren't that many animated movies that would come out in a year back then. There would be maybe two or three tops in a year. Um, so each one was a big deal. Um, and if it succeeded, great. If it flopped, you know, you kind of you know don't hear about it much. Um, as time goes on but now there's so many cg movies that come out i feel like every other weekend there's a new uh pixar or pixar-esque movie coming out and i hear the same thing about every single one of them it's like oh my god you got it's just the best movie i've ever seen i'm sure they're all great i i truly believe they are i know they're made by some amazingly talented people 
but just like like same with the same before with Star Wars. It's like when you give me all the Star Warses you can think of, Star Wars is no longer special and it's no longer an event yeah, for me. Yeah. And I don't feel well, the need it's to. It's kind of like you, you were know. talking about with all the Disney sequels during the '90s and early 2000s. You know, you, yeah, you took all these classic, uh, beloved uh, movies and just oversaturated uh, us with them. You know, just shove shove sequels yeah. down our throats that were for the most part pretty subpar and you know it, it took away from it yeah, yeah it's true i mean it's like we don't need halloween town six the curse of the boogity you know <laughs> yeah. hey, speaking we got of the boogity, staunch tv's back staunch hey, tv is hey. back in the house hey i'm uh, sorry about that hopefully that don't happen again no, you just do that to change good. hats. You wanted to wear your other staunch hat. <laughs> yeah, you just missed out on our conversation change. about Land Before Time. Oh, okay. I was wondering why you were talking about Halloween Town Six. Yeah. <laughs> He's just like, what the fuck did Chris do here? Where is Styles? What is Styles up to? Is <laughs> part of Halloween Town? Well, it's a Disney Channel original, yeah, you know. Yeah. We're talking about the Disney stuff, you know. Again, <laughs> oh, you know, okay. this we think this could compete very well against Turner and Hooch. Uh, just saying, <laughs> counter programming, you know. Yeah, yeah, I watched it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure it's great. Uh, you know, again, made by some great people. I, I, I'm sure it's great. But if you don't want to watch that, you might want to be checking out some Encino Man too while you're not doing that. Yeah. Uh, so, hey, I have the link to Encino Woman. I can send it to y'all guys too. Hell yeah, yeah. They yes. need to. Whoever hasn't seen Encino Woman, go look for it. I believe it's on your channel, isn't it? It was, but I took it off and I put it on another little channel. I just upload movies on. Oh, there's okay. A, a bunch of rare Corey Haim stuff on it. Oh, cool. Very cool. <laughs> hey, but uh, uh, yeah, check it out. Hey, Stanch, how did you? How did you get a copy of that movie that no one knew existed? <laughs> yes, light the uh, way for us. Woman. Yeah, that was weird. In the comments of like someone uploaded a scene, and it was a scene that has um, who's the, the Roastmaster General? What's that guy's name? Oh, uh, oh Jeff, uh, Jeff, Jeff, uh, Jeff, Ross. Or, uh, Jeff. Yeah, Jeff yeah. Ross. Yeah, Jeff Ross is in Encino Man, Encino Woman. He has a small little part. <laughs> and someone uploaded that scene. And in the comments, um, uh, some girl commented and she said, hey, I was in this movie. I'm part of this group called the Neptune Twins or something like that. I forget what it was called. And uh, she's like a cross-dresser. I don't know, something like that. And then, um, so I hit her up immediately. I was like, hey, can you send me this movie? And she's like, what's your email address? And I sent it to her. There you go. Yeah. (laughs) That That is the magic of staunch TV. Yeah. And you're sharing it with us all now. The power and the, the fucking long arm of Staunch TV. Yeah, that movie's the ability very to reach the darkest corners of the internet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that movie was written and directed by the writer of Sino Man. So, yeah. So, and that yes. writer didn't. Did the writer continue to work as a writer after that? Oh man, I, I don't, I don't, think, I don't so. think so. Maybe TV or something, but I, I honestly don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I think there's. I think if you look up the IMDb, I think there's two or three TV movies, and then that was okay. it. That was it. Yeah. Yeah. Man, that's um, crazy. It, the world of TV movies away, is really tough. Um, I was it recently is. talking with um, Tom McLaughlin, who's a great TV movie director, directed Friday 13th Part 6, Jason Lives, yeah. and sometimes they come back, and you know, a mm-hmm. lot of great TV movies uh, in the 90s. 
And he said even at the height of his TV um, directing career, it was still like always near impossible to get a movie made. Um, and he had this script about uh, the Beatles and Elvis. And this was like kind of around the time of like the Beatles anthology and stuff. So it seemed like a good sell. And they're like, ah, no. <laughs> he's telling it to he's pitching it to me it sounded fucking amazing i was like man i'd love to see that yeah i wonder how many things have fell through the cracks though because of that you know like all the all these awesome ideas and they just kind of fall through and you know that they're good ideas and they would like them and instead they come out with something else and or try to reboot something else and yeah. screw it up it yeah, seems like i mean if you... stories, disney is great i just started a new series called the not so wonderful world of Disney, where we cover all the bad movies they made, and I, the first one was the uh, Romeo and Michelle in the beginning, which is a prequel to Romeo. Oh, oh yeah! Yes. Oh yes! It's that was bad. Yeah. Yeah, that was bad. Yeah. We have a we have a take by the bad. way. Yeah, we can definitely have a take on Romeo and Michelle movies, too. Man. That John Travolta movie, Romeo that John Travolta movie, phenomenon. Did you know there's a part two to that? What? No. <laughs> no phenomenon, really? Hey, does yeah, Eric Clapton simple. do the song again? I can change the world. It would be great if they got like Horshack from Welcome Back, Cotter. If they couldn't get Travolta, you know. <laughs> they got like someone else from Welcome Back, Cotter. I can uh, heal you. Yeah. <laughs> it's a phenomenon. It's a phenomenon. <laughs> anyway, it, it, uh, Mr. Poe, uh, I don't know. Um, we're gonna, we're gonna. I don't know. We're gonna give away a little uh, cameo that we have at the at the end of the movie, um, and and it's only because we got to hang out with him. And yes, that, man, you know, you know, like he'd probably do it. We have a, um, you know, um, at the end they have a big music festival, and we have uh, a certain Mister Vanilla Ice that makes yeah. appearance, and and he gives a little a little speech, and it was because of my brother that we got to go to L.A. and hang out with Mister Vanilla Ice. For an entire day, so yeah, you wanna you wanna talk about how we got to make dinner lines? <laughs> yeah, man, it was a bar bar as hot dogs. Um, they, I made a whole video about it on my channel. Cool. They put a contest out there saying, you know, why should you be in the music video with Vanilla Ice? And so I sent them a video explaining exactly why I should be the one and no one else. And uh, I got one. It was crazy. And the guy, they, they told me on, on set that like I have. They're like, oh, you had way more charisma than anyone else. Like we all knew you were the winner and shit. I was like, oh, cool. Whatever. That's nice, man. And That's then, nice. Yeah, and Vanilla Ice cool as hell, man. And say don't meet your idols, but he's cool as hell. <laughs> he's cool my, as hell. Uh, well, he was right in that. Let's not talk about that He was cool as hell, man. He was with us like his little entourage, and we're hanging out in front of the hotel. And he just walked up, and hung out with us. Totally ignored his crew. They were like, "All right, uh, we'll see you later, man." Whatever. And we're just hanging out yeah, with another uh, fellow Texas boy, you know. My, Hell yeah. My a brother, my brother, <laughs> he uh, texted me or something. He's like, "Hey, I think I just won this Bar S commercial, <laughs> and uh, I'm gonna have to fly to L.A. and be in uh, a hot dog commercial." And want to go? And I was like, uh, "Let me ask my wife." Yeah. I, I told her. She's like, "What?" You're going to go to L.A. to be in, in a hot dog commercial with Vanilla Ice? Yeah. I was like, I guess so. Like, yeah. That was, that was, that was so, a fun way to wake up to that phone call. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so then, uh, was it like two weeks later, three weeks later? We were on a plane yeah. flying to L.A. You know? Yeah, and they, and, within one and year. They, and they put us up. For, 
Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, no. They put us up in this really swanky hotel room on uh, Sunset Strip. And, oh, man. Uh, we got to, yeah, we got to hang out for like, what was it three, no, two nights, three days, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, cool. one of those, one of those days was, was on set with, uh, you know, Vanilla Ice. And we finally got to talk to him after and super, super chill, man. You know, yeah, yeah, he really is cool as ice, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that dude's awesome. And it was like yeah. that second time in one year, like I flew out to go work with Corey Feldman and then again with Vanilla Ice. I was like, oh, I had quite the year, I think. You know? So I, I oh, hopefully yeah. I try, I'm trying to replicate that again this, this year. Can you, <laughs> oh, just can blown you, up. Can you talk about the, the project you did with, with Corey Feldman? Sort of, that, I mean. That just recently... Yeah, it's in his box set right now. It's a feature-length documentary. I edited it for him. Um, so I got to edit the whole thing. I got I get to share credits with, you know, Corey Feldman, Don Dockin. <laughs> uh, yes. So that's cool. <laughs> uh, plus many others. Very cool documentary. It's just all about his music career, if you're into that. Even if you're not, it's a very interesting story. It plays out like a lost episode of... You know, like that VH1 show, or what was it, Behind the Music or whatever? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it really does feel yeah. like that. And um, it's it's cool that I got to take part in that because, you know, I'm a diehard Feldman fan. I don't, I don't think Chris got to see this. That's a standby me year. You can see that? Yeah, we oh, got it. Oh, shit. <laughs> wow. That's that's awesome. itself. But yeah. So, uh, so that was cool. And then hanging out with, uh, with Vanilla Ice. So whenever we're doing the script and it came to the point where we needed a cameo i was like well shit we should have Corey feldman in a dancing and blah, blah, blah. i was like wait vanilla is probably better you know? <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> so that was cool i don't I, I, that's i know um we bounced around a few different ideas for like i think infectious grooves is one of them have them come back you know like, oh hell yeah <laughs> but yeah that, no that's i think that time, that's how i think that's how we came up with that no, I think the the Vanilla Ice is a good idea to you know just bring it back. You can see no man, you know Vanilla Ice. <laughs> yeah. So I, I I think that that was a that's a good idea. But yeah, man, I I, I do appreciate Joe coming on here and talking. And I'm sorry, you staunch man, you need to come back uh, yeah, so we yeah. could talk, talk to you a lot longer. Uh, I I know it's not your fault, freaking weather. Yeah. Um, but uh yeah uh, you're you're more than welcome we'll we'll reach out to you again man you can come and and talk some movies with us and that goes for any of you gentlemen out there styles uh, and paul as well i mean anytime you want to come on you just let me know and we'll we'll talk some movies yeah man, uh, yeah, man i love it but yeah everybody that's listening um uh, yeah, start hashtagging and see no man too, and, yeah. and tag let's these gentlemen in it, and <laughs> let's yeah. get this thing made. <laughs> do you have any, hey, uh, hey, Mr. Poe? Do you have any? Yeah, yeah. Do you have any questions or comments about the script? No, uh, I don't have any. It, uh, I have or thoughts, uh, maybe. Well, no, my like I told you, my thought on it was I I, I like the aspect of these characters are especially Stoney seems like he's frozen in time from that time when they all were together. And then of course, all the other stuff that's happening, uh, you know, with Dave and, and um, of course, Link seems like he's a little bit more matured and, and Dave seems like he, you know, he's going through something that's very real. And, uh, and 
I just love some of the stuff that you wrote for Stoney, especially with like, where they're like, yeah, we need, you know, they, they, they come across where they need some funds. And he's like, yeah, he, he talks about his bad investments. And I, I started laughing. I was like, yeah, I can see him investing in that stuff. But it, that, was, that was a Chris's idea. Yeah, yeah no, it, it's hilarious. And, and uh, <laughs> I, I want to talk more about. I just I I don't want to give anything away. It, it's a great <laughs> script. I, I love how I, I, it's like like you. It's like they're frozen in time a little bit, you know. Especially Stony, and then they, they just all come together, and then it all you know. At the end of the day, uh, everything kind of it, it it seems like it's going to be a good uh, time. And then also <laughs> the bully makes a comeback, and I like where y'all <laughs> placed him. <laughs> yeah, Matt. Yeah, Matt. Oh, yeah. Matt uh, makes him come back. I like where you placed him in the in the story. <laughs> so uh, well, um, it, the whole the whole thing about it was kind of like a redemption story. For, yeah, for a Dave, you know, because like if you kind of yeah. watching if you go into watching Encino Man, like realizing that Dave's an asshole throughout the whole movie and he's kind of a loser, and mm-hmm. how he got the girl at the end was only because it was a movie. You know, like there's no yeah. way he would have ended up with Robin. There's, yeah. there's, yeah. there's no, way. no way. He was just a Absolutely weirdo no loser, way. dude. You know. Yeah. So, so nothing. So, nothing about Dave's arc in the first movie. As much as I love the first movie, I don't even know if you could really call it an arc. Um, but like nothing about his plotline really makes sense. Like the pool is miraculously finished. Like you know after prom and like yeah, it's just a dirt. It's just a dirt mud water hole. You know what I mean? People are like diving into their tuxedos and having a great time. And then all of a sudden, Robin's into him because he did a dance. I guess you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of eighties logic, right? Like you do a dance or you sing the song, and then boom, you got it. You know? Well, the, the the dance that we showed at the beginning of the. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah uh, the show. That's the, yeah. Only, that's the only that's the only explanation I could think of of what's different about it, Dave at that point in the movie versus before when Robin was like, "Nah, uh, you use your phone call in prison to call me. I'm gonna go to the prom with Link. Can you ask yeah. him for me?" <laughs> yeah, and it's like uh, supposedly behind the scenes. Yeah, Sean Astin didn't even want to do that dance. That's why, like, if like if like he watched that scene, he mm-hmm. seems kind of uninterested, and he's like oh. feigning to smile while he's doing it, but. But I yeah, did a panel. Yeah, I did a panel it. with with Sean Astin years ago. It was one of my first Q and A panels. Actually, a Goonies uh, reunion panel, and yeah. uh, I moderate for New Jersey HorrorCon, which another one I'll be doing coming this weekend. Actually, guys, awesome. Uh, Showboat Hotel in Atlantic City. Um, but anyway, he I asked him about Encino Man on the basis that Ki Hoi Kwan was in it, and I was like, "Well, did you guys hang out a lot when you did Encino Man together?" And he's like, "Ah, you know, he's like I was so miserable making Encino Man," um, and I'm like, "Well, you know, shit." think about it they gave you a pretty thankless role to play you know what i mean mm-hmm. like um like all those things we said you know he doesn't do anything to get the girl he's not a particularly good friend to his friends like he kind of abandons link like he you know kind of belittles stony uh you know so yeah. he's not even great to robin he's like weird and creepy like hey remember this picture of us when we were toddlers and we were naked together like yeah yo bro you should not be walking around with that fucking yeah thing on your person like that's oh shit. god that's okay i'll yeah, make out it, with you after prom <laughs> yeah and it's like that was uh that, that was like that was that was the main thing for the whole script is because i love sean astin you know i love rudy you know yeah and it's like you go back and you watch that movie in like grown up eyes and you're like, man, you know, he, 
he wasn't a very good dude, you know. Um, like, in Tino Man, you know, like I said earlier, to me, it's all about Stoney and Link becoming best friends. And, yeah. uh, and Dave just kind of being there, you know, trying to hook up with this hot chick in his, the hot popular chick in his school. So, mm-hmm. um, so that, that, that was the main thing that I wanted to do in this script was, dude, like, we need to make Dave the hero he was supposed to be, you know? Yeah. And and so, like, we kind of put him through the ringer a little bit, and we we send him on this journey to make him realize, like, oh, shit, you know? Like, I was an asshole. I, I didn't. <laughs> I was, you know? And, and it's like, and we, like we, we... I was going to say, like, that arc works so well that it would work even if it wasn't attached to Encino Man. Like that yeah. the, the journey that Dave goes on is a really great journey. And like even if it had nothing to do with Encino Man or Pauly Shore or all these other things that we love, like I would watch that movie because that's an interesting concept for like, oh I've never seen a movie like that before, you know? Um so I think that like, is you know one of the things I'm most proud of having been well, involved well, in it. You know well I know uh Chris you you kept like poking me about that. You're like, okay, well, this is cool, but maybe we need to go, like, a little bit more. Maybe we need to do a little bit more. Maybe we need to, like, show, like, why they're like this and why he's like this and kind of, like, figure it out. And so I was like, okay. So then I'd go back and rewrite some stuff and rewrite some stuff, send it, and you're like, okay. But maybe he needs to do this. And that, okay. <laughs> go back and, you know, because, no, 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 because it's like that was that was the most important part of of Encino Man 2, you know? Like, like it... Once like we, we figured that we, out, though, I felt like... That, yeah. Everything felt really, really... I mean, it felt good to, you know, to start with, but once we figured that out, I think everything felt, like, really great. I was like, wow, now this is awesome. This is, you know... I don't know. I got very excited at that point. Uh, and I'm usually an enthused guy anyways, but uh, that was the thing that sort of put me over the top, was like, all right, we got the dramatic weight for... This has more emotional wallop than anything you know, that Dave had in the first movie. Um, yeah. So, so for that, and to it's me, like I was, yeah, made it all worth it. So. It's like, I was, I, I was excited to write that because now we have um, all these actors and like some of their, some of their early work, but you know, like they've, they've done so much. So now it's like, I didn't feel like we were trying to like pull teeth or anything. We're just like, Oh, these guys can do that now. You know, like oh, whatever, totally. yeah. Like whatever dramatic stuff we throw at them, they can handle it, you know, and then they could probably handle the comedy a lot better too, you know, yeah. um, cause, cause like the whole thing with the, with this, with, with the stony part is I always wrote it expecting Polly Shore to come back and rewrite it, you know, be like, Oh no, like he would, he would say this or he would say it this way. And that way I just try to get as close as possible, which is the, which is the funnest part of the script to write was Stoney's dialogue and stuff. And, and like what, and like what he would do only like in the back of my head, knowing like, Oh, Paulie's going to come in and he's going to do it better. And he's going <laughs> to, yeah. he's going to punch it up. you know. For sure. I don't but think it's like he's going to change as much as you think, man. I think you got his voice. Yeah. I think you got his voice down. No, I fun. agree. It was, it was, it was, it was, it was really fun to write. It's, I'm it's, sure an actor it, like Paulie will always put his spin on things, but I, I think, you know, you know, you should give yourself credit, man, because you really nailed all the characters' voices. Even Link and Dave, you know, Robin, like everyone that comes back um, felt it didn't feel forced at all. It didn't, you know, everyone's voice really felt reasonably the same person 30 years later, you know. The hardest one I remember that we had we had meetings on was uh, how Link was going to talk. 
Yeah. Right. Because, that was tough. You know, like, yeah. Because yeah, you think about Encino, man, he doesn't really talk. He says like words, you know, like Betty Nugs and oh, Dave, you know, and it's like, so how do you how do we have him be a main character in this story? And how are you going to figure out his voice? You know, I so, think, yeah, we, you know, we, you know, again, credit to you, because I, you know, I don't think we talked about it much. Like, oh, it should be this meets that, and that's the voice. Write that, you know. Mm-hmm. I think it was just something that you had kind of an intuition yeah. about. Like, I think yeah, we were more focused on what their, or at least I was more focused on, like, what their arc was going to be. Like, okay, well, if they start in this place, where do they end up, you know, and how do we tie it all together? And I think in the case of Link and in the case of Stony, the fun part was sort of, sort of paying homage to the superstars that they both became and the things that like these are guys that you know have actually been around the world and conquered it in their own way and i kind of sort of wanted their characters you know to reflect that and i think i think that that came through and i think that's you know again part of the fun with those guys um being back is is you know sort of playing that that sort of like oh these guys were huge uh for some time and then they've kind of been brought back down to earth brought, to, brought back into orbit so to speak yeah um, and it's like it's like growing up through that time and actually seeing that in real life you know with their with their actual careers it uh i think it worked a lot for the for the script so we could kind of play with that you know and kind of be like okay well this is the uh, arc of the characters and this is the arc of their real life you know and they can yeah they can deal with that uh you know i I think I hope. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think yeah. No. I, you know, I think they can bring truth to that, and like, and without being too wink winky about it, like you know, I'm a big Cobra Kai fan, and there's like a scene I think in season two where everyone's asking. Did somebody say Cobra Kai? I did. <laughs> there's a, I was just saying, you know, there's a scene in I think season two where like all these people at the dealership are asking uh, Daniel to do the pose, the crane kick pose. And it's like, okay, this is like wink, wink, because this is what Ralph's had to deal with for 35 years. And it was cute, you know. We didn't go like that literal with with the wink, wink kind of stuff. Um, But I think we, you know, played from an interesting point, an interesting perspective. Yeah, we had to. I um, agree. And one of the one of the interesting things, too, was like to to kind of pace it and uh, kind of make like a 90s movie kind of you know like kind of write a 90s movie where it's like you know totally. like you had to have the like i don't know to like it was it just made it a lot easier whenever i was writing it because i've seen so many 90s movies and i'm like holy crap now i get to write one you know yeah. so then you write it <laughs> oh, yeah. but then it's like uh we always had to tune it up a little bit because while like we remember all these 90s movies you go back and watch it and some of them don't hold up very well but it's like no. your, <laughs> you have to write the movie that was playing in your head, you know, like how it was this, this fantastic movie with this great love interest and this and that. And that's how like I approached it, how I had to write it, because it's like all the nostalgia was was in my heart, you know, like not actually on screen. So that's kind of like the 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 trail that I followed on that, you know, because no, I mean. I- I think you do capture that. I think you, like I said, it, it seems like you, you captured the essence of that and then you brought it to 2020, yeah. you know, where we're at now. So I, 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 I think, uh, like I said, I, I think this should be made. I, I think it's neat and a very awesome idea, not just a neat idea. 
But I, I think it falls in that wheelhouse of what's going on, you know, uh, right now, everybody's grabbing up these old properties and they're trying to reboot them. And, and, um, you know, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know why they haven't tackled this, but I hope they do. And in, in, in y'all's case, I hope they pick up your script so right. it, it right. can get Disney made. Plus. Yeah. Get get out the, the, nostalgia, <laughs> the nostalgia will never be higher. The cost will never be lower. The time will never be more perfect than now. <laughs> He's telling us. <laughs> there you go, man. Right there. there you go. Right now, while supplies last. Yeah. Right now, you got a, you got a, you got a very, low, very low floor cost to make this movie and an incredibly high ceiling for how much profit you can make. So scoop it up, like, Disney Plus. I'm, there you go. It is Get like, after it. I think, I, I think a big thing about it, too, was like um, – we weren't some some people that were hired to do this. So we yeah. all have genuine love for Encino Man, mm -hmm. and uh, and so like we're we're approaching it, you know, through love and through affection, you know, for for this movie. And like no studio paid us to do this. We kind of sat around and we you know just talked about it and, and we wrote it. and and we're like jaded enough too to realize of course like what an uphill battle it is to like write a spec script to a sequel mm -hmm. to something that you don't own and you have you know oh yeah have like a you know a shirt tailed connection to get it to the people you know like none of us really know paulie directly i i you know my old manager used to be his best friend and i tried getting in contact with him i thought that would be a you know pretty good slam dunk way yeah. to get it in uh to his hands but uh you know, he never hit me back. because <laughs> my old band never made him any money when he was our manager. It's like, fuck damn it. Man, uh, styles, you know. It, yeah. yeah, it well, it, it it is hard. It's it's hard to get in get uh get those in the right hands and you know, you go through you go through these new PR people or their their managers and all this stuff. You gotta go through all these people and try to get it in there and of course they're just like whatever you're just a you know a fart in the wind instead of you know like how scripts probably used to be you know you you find the right person but now there's so many channels to go through you know yeah, yeah. and uh, and it's like i think a week after we finished the script or no maybe it was maybe it was a few weeks um staunch my my brother his friend from hollywood is good friends with Polly shore so like we had we had finished the script and it, it it had been a few weeks, and then my brother sends me a picture of his buddy hanging out with Pauly Shore, you know. And, and I'm like, well, tell him, tell him we got the script, you know. Like, tell him, like, <laughs> yeah, just just a, just a send a release and we'll, and we'll give it to him, you know. Yeah, yeah like he can an email. We'll just like, yeah, email a PDF, <laughs> you know. It's so wow. And then so so like so like his buddy, we emailed back and forth, and I was like, hey, you know, like we're not bullshitting, you know, like we actually have a script and, and, and it's really fun. You know, like I think, uh, Paulie would be into it, blah, blah, blah. And then he sent me something and then I sent him something and then he sent me something. And then, <laughs> and then after, just... after I replied back, I never heard from him again. And it's wow. like, dude, you know, like, like Man. I think later, I think later of this year, Paulie's coming to Corpus again. So I might just go and use my, uh, yeah, dude. use my press credentials to get in there and get backstage <laughs> and just drop it on his lap and be like, look, dude. Yeah, give him a hard like, copy. Can thing, I, dude. Yeah. Hey, like, can I tag along? Go, like, read it, hey, you know? can I tag along? I'll, I'll carry your camera or something. <laughs> there you go. Kidnap him. Kidnap him. Hey, 
and make Kid- him read the script. Oh, kidnap him. Okay, there's yeah. normal Cody's uh, suggestion. We're going to kidnap. Hashtag now, that kidnap that Paulie Short. is a Short. 90s movie right there, though. People kidnap <laughs> yes, Paulie yes, Short. And, and then write a script about that. Yeah. Too. You know, that actually, uh, that's a great uh, you know what? movie. <laughs> We just we just we just made this movie better. We just made it better. Holy shit! I've already got the title. We're doing legacy. Oh, here we go. Slimer showed up. Uh, Sorry about that. Holy Shore is dead. Part two. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. Heck yeah, man. Now, um, uh, like I said, I want to I want to help any way we can. We'll we'll share. You know, we'll we'll hashtag this. We'll hashtag the shit out of it and see if we can get get some, uh, you know, some attention on it. You know how the internet works, and yeah, we might even go kidnap Polly Shore for you. Now, <laughs> I will ne- neither confirm or deny that I know of any kind of plan about this, and uh, just don't call me as a witness or anything. I will I will plead the fifth. <laughs> They're like, but Poe, you were on the podcast with him when. Cody said that when Cody Robinson said this, you were on the podcast. Um, but no, guys, I appreciate you coming out and talking with us on this. And and like I said, we we love to have guests on. And, and anytime y'all want to show up and we'll talk and uh, we'll let you know the theme or whatever. But um, I know we have another part of the show we, we get to to kind of do our little entertainment stuff and all that. But um yeah, I I enjoyed it, and uh, like I said, we'll we'll share the hell out of it. And Paul, don't be a stranger, man. I'm I'm glad I I heard from you. I hadn't heard from you in a long time, and then you pop out of nowhere. <laughs> I know we kind of every once in a while I'll be like, "Hey, dude, how you doing? Oh, good, good, okay." Yeah, <laughs> and then yeah. So no, man, but I, I look forward to it, and uh, I can't wait I'll, to read the script. I, I'll get it to you. I'm sorry, it went to Michael. My personal work has been something. I'll tell you, it's been crazy. It's you relied a, on producer Mike to say something. Uh, you know, he, his name is producer Mike. So, but anyway, <laughs> so uh, where can they? Do uh, you want to give out your socials and everything so people can follow you? Your social media is not your social security numbers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. You can uh, you can you can find me on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, I believe I'm at Paul Aster Cohen which is my author name. Um, That's the name I publish under. Um, And uh, I have some, I might have another, well, I might have a novel coming out later this year. I'm trying to figure that out. I I have, I have two novels and I'm trying to figure out which one I'm going to release first. Um, And then Facebook, there's Paul Astor Cohen. And then you can find me Paul Gonzalez too. There you go. Oh, uh, you know Um, what? And, and, uh, and, and to promote this, this video, I I started a TikTok, which is at Paul Aster Cohen. Oh, nice. You my, yeah, you can you can meet my children who are dancing in the background. Yeah, I shared I shared that video. That was awesome. <laughs> and, and I don't dance, so I got dancers right here. It's your kids. Yeah. <laughs> I loved yeah. it, man. It was awesome, bro. Awesome. Uh, Styles, uh, where where can people find you if you want them to find you? Well, if I'm going to be found, I guess I would hope to be found at uh, Pop Culture Punk on Facebook and Instagram. I'm P0P Culture Punk on Twitter um, because the name was taken, but I never tweet anyway. So there's no real point to follow me there. (laughs) However, you can also find me live every Wednesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern time on YouTube.com slash Phantom Spotlight. 
Uh, awesome. Spelled spelled uh, weird. F N D O M S P O T L I T E. Um, but anyway, tomorrow is the episode 50 of BCR Redux, the show, which sort of gave birth to Encino Man 2 in a roundabout way. Um, cool. Tomorrow night, we're doing Back to the Future 4. So every week, oh, we, pitch wow. a, we pitch a legacy sequel or, a, you know, a franchise <laughs> okay, revival. I, I got to check whatever. this out now. I have yeah. to. Yeah, yeah. And again, you guys, you know, we'd love to have you guys on the show sometime. If you ever want to check it out, we've uh, oh, yeah. done 50 episodes now, and I can't believe they haven't canceled this yet. But, uh, you know, every, uh, you know, we're, 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 you know, we're running out of like big blockbuster hits. Now we're doing like blank man and, you know, stuff. Oh. Like, you know, <laughs> you know, that was last blank week. So damn, I hadn't thought of that movie in a while. Oh man. Well, blank man too. We have a take. Awesome. Awesome. No, uh, love, love to. Yeah. Reach out anytime, man. I'd love to, I, I love to guest on other, on other uh, channels and everything. So. Very okay, cool stuff. Guys, I, yeah. I like the idea, man. I like your Paul's idea. Got to come on because I don't think Paul's even been on the show yet. I know what the hell, I, man. Uh, I, I have not. I have not. <laughs> I'm too busy writing, you know. Yeah, you're actually doing real work, and I'm just talking about it. Yeah, I'm we're just, just, like, <laughs> just we're just talking jokes. heads. <laughs> we're just hey, talking man. heads out here. Hey, man, just send me an invite, and uh, yeah, and I'm it. sure I could come up with something. Oh, Heck yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Well, again, thank you, gentlemen, for uh, your time and coming out and talking with us. And uh, we got to get this thing going. Hashtag the hell out of Encino Man. Make Encino Man 2, and then we'll tag everybody that's involved in this show right now. <laughs> so, hell yeah. And we'll thank get Staunch back on. Staunch, uh, love your love your YouTube channel, sir, and uh, we'll get you on here. So, But anyway, uh, y'all have a great night, man, and thanks again. Yeah, thanks thank you so much. Thank you. Yes, sir. Thank you so much for everything. No problem. Looking for all your favorite B-movies in one place? Look no further than B-Movie TV exclusively on Roku. We've got action, horror, sci-fi, sleeves, and independent wrestling. Plus, exclusive hosted shows like Friday Night Action, Saturday Night Terrors, Merry Death Subbed and Dubbed Horror Fest, Sci-Fi Sideshow, and Pervy the Clown Show. So get in on all the craziness that is B-Movie TV. All right. Well, that was fun. Yes. That was interesting. That was very interesting. We had technical difficulties, but God dang, what show doesn't have it? <laughs> oh, Heather's back. <laughs> very cool. Yeah, I wanted to uh, touch on some stuff that um, I, I guess we've kind of been posting. Here she is. Let's get her in here. Heather. There's Heather. There she is. <laughs> I'm so sorry, you guys. Oh, no, it's all good. I'm uh, I'm so sorry. I um about the technical difficulties. <laughs> oh no. You know what? Everybody was having technical difficulties, I think, right now. Oh, you, you should have seen this show. Go go. Is it, go am I still there? Those are rabbit and red. What like is I'm it? Gone. My, no, no, gone? you're no, it's uh, kind of glitchy a little. But that's fine. Well we'll Yeah, we'll I don't know what the deal is. <laughs> Uh, it's probably just internet stuff. But I, I had know. such a good time. Yeah, they were amazing. I wanted to, I was trying to hurry and hop on and tell them thank you, but I, but I was like, ah, and now I have to go back to work. <laughs> um, but I was um, filming. I worked like nine days in a row and a, a few doubles, and then I 
I went to Maryland oh my and goodness. filmed, and then there was a like a five hour delay, and I lost my luggage. And then I worked last night and tonight, and I forgot about the podcast until you guys were like, "Are we going on tonight?" I'm like, "Oh, sweet!" So, um, yeah. So thank you for your patience. But um, oh, no, so no. just kind of threw it together at the. Yeah, it's all it's all good. Don't worry. What well, every so every show has so busy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually supposed to be in Tennessee right now filming um Curse of the Were Deer, which is a trauma film. Oh wow. Yeah, I'm so stoked, but it was storming. Um uh so they had to cancel like three of the three days in a row it was storming so they couldn't they had they're rescheduling that so um i'm supposed to go um out there on the 11th as well to film a scene um as long as it did i don't know what they have to move around so but since i didn't go i picked up some hours at the pizza place and i got to do the podcast but um i'm, sp I'm still gonna go i just don't know um exactly the date so but anyway i'm rambling so um yeah no, no, it's been crazy but it's fun and this is like 90s is like everything to me um, <laughs> i really did just stay there i like buried my head there and that's where i where i that's my happy place so it was um really fun i love it you know man I, i'm excited to read the script and thankful to read the script so they were really great and uh yeah why not you know it's the perfect time for it so and you know, thank you everyone for your patience. I think I fell out like four times. I'm just <laughs> waiting to drop off. <laughs> no, in case those are I do. numbers. You got to pump up those numbers. <laughs> yeah. No. No. And, and, and uh, old Staunch TV. He's he's like 25 minutes for me, and a storm hit me. So I thought I was going to have the issues. So I was already prepared. Like, right. I'm going to get knocked out, right? Yeah, I was surprised. The, Every time I came on, it was like someone else had fallen off. And I was like, oh, yeah. it's not just me. Thank goodness. Yay to me. <laughs> and, yeah. Cody. And he was gone for a minute. I was like, oh, maybe they, I just thought, well, maybe he had to go. <laughs> you know what? You weren't alone. This was a drop in, drop out podcast the whole time, so it's all good. Yeah. No, I, yeah, I, I understand. I think you're the only one that stayed strong uh, I, all the way through. I know you were definitely one of them um, <laughs> because I, I, I think Cody fell off for a little bit. He did. Anyway, it was fun. It was like I kept moving around the box. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I have to go back to work. <laughs> I can come help her close the kitchen. Um, <laughs> um, but um, thank you guys so much. Um, again, this was a blast. I'm glad that I like. I was like, I have to go home and do a podcast. I promise I'm coming back to clean the kitchen. Um, <laughs> well, but uh, before I yeah. go, I just, I just oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, no, I just wanted to say, yeah. Uh, the next show we'll uh, we'll have a uh, we'll. We'll try to make it to where everybody can be together and stuff. And I, I'm I'm glad you made time for it. I know uh, your schedule's been hectic. I, I I keep up with you on Facebook. I'm like, man, she is all over the place. But I did want you to oh touch on what goodness. you've already touched on. So you touched on the yeah, trauma yeah, film. Yeah. I was like, we got to get her to talk about the trauma film. So anyway, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's fun. I, I I get to uh, I get to play uh, a captive. Uh, a stripper or, or exotic dancer, excuse me. And uh, someone's like, "That's not the that's not the 
correct word is uh, Thomas Tui, director of um, Heavy Duty Man, um, which um, the, the Indiegogo for that is still going. I will I will be there at the end of the month for that, um, April 29th through May 2nd. Um, awesome. And I will be California. Oh, it's my dog. I thought it was a ghost. This is why I'm home all the time. I was like, what's that? I thought she was sleeping on the bed. Oh, this is why I haven't seen a lot of movies. And I'm like, who's that? And then I look at my dog. She's just like, yeah. But uh, I'm super excited for that role as Bertha. Um, I am the love interest of HG Mac and Heavy Duty Man. And that is going to film over two weekends. And they we're going to do mine in two days. It's also going to be in um, Maryland. Um, and awesome. that Indiegogo is still going. So you can still um, pick up. Um, perks from that. And then um, I was saying that I will be in California in July for um, the third channel. Um, Michelle was on earlier and that Indiegogo started uh, two days ago, I believe. Um, so that one's mm-hmm. live. Um, Sam is live as well. I have a really fun, fun role in that. Um, uh, a Halloween lover. My role is a Halloween lover. So it's not too too far from home uh, of a role for me, um, but that one's also going. So um, uh, uh, I play Violet Wagner also in the channel. It's all the projects I'm in are amazing, um, and those are all the ones running. Tin Roof um, has their Indiegogo still going as well. Um, so I appreciate you guys. I am giving away um, signed prints to anyone that donates and just sends me a message. I got to catch up with that. Also, if you've been trying to reach me, I apologize. It's been nuts. And um, <laughs> I spent a lot of extra time at the Maryland. Um, but anyway, <laughs> um, so thank you guys for giving me a second to, to shout out all my, I've got lots of projects going on. Um, I know you do. <laughs> uh, but those are the ones. <laughs> I'm so excited. I actually am going to film. Um, for Out the Gate uh, in Indiana Friday. Um, so I'm t- trying to take these three days I was supposed to be in Indiana and fill them with stuff, like, you know, if it's so. <laughs> but anyway, thank you guys. No, no I problem, will, um, Heather. All... <laughs> I appreciate you guys. I'm so excited. I am really pumped. Um, and there's a lot of things that I didn't even talk about, but it's kind of, it's okay. Well, I'm going to put all this on my Facebook too, all the Instagram uh, Instagrams. Uh, Indiegogo's, and um, yeah, I'm happy to give away free prints um, to whoever uh, donates. So I will let you guys continue, and um, I'm excited to read the script. I hope you send it to me, and I I'll will. be ready in we a will. couple weeks for the show. All right. Thanks Sounds again good. for your patience. No problem. No problem at Appreciate all. Appreciate you guys. We'll see you, Heather. Thanks, everybody. See ya. See you later. Bye. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Trying to leave. No, let me leave. Ah. <laughs> oh, there's my uh, one of my brothers, uh, Brian Poe. What is going on, everyone? Uh, everything's going good. <laughs> we just talked about Encino Man too, buddy. Yeah, um, so our other projects we got going, like uh, Rampage Two. Yeah. Uh, then you go for, go, go for Rampage 2, the Perlman Gorilla Escapes. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. There's producer Mike. <laughs> Only need a sequel to, and I'm only looking like this so I can see the fucking screen because I can't see it any other way. I'm <laughs> <fucking bad. laughs> Jeez. 
We're nothing but professional on this damn thing. I'll tell you what. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Here's here's what we need. You ready? Ready? Yes, yes, yes. I don't know what is your obsession with the burbs lately. It's no a idea. Movie. I know it's a great movie. It, it may be one of the rambling. You're rambling. You're rambling. <laughs> I, well, Satan is I good. Ramble, Satan is I a ramble, friend. Something else. <laughs> hey, you know when, what's, when you ramble, know what's not in the burbs though? Yo, fucking Slimer. No Slimer. Oh God! Don't start. Don't start. Oh, Go. Why did he show up? It, Paul was right in the middle of talking, and he did that. I'm like, <laughs> you're talking, about, dick? You're talking about kidnapping Pauly Shore. I want so to. was saying, "Oh boy, to kidnapping Pauly Shore." That oh, was. that's what you were doing. All right, get Aaron, out. What we need is uh, not <laughs> Slimer from the Ghostbusters. But... <laughs> oh, I don't know. Uh, he's he's a kid. <laughs> he's. he's my kid. Anyway, oh, no, okay. We need the electroshock thing from uh, we do. And have it have it wired through Wi-Fi. So every time <laughs> Michael J puts one of those stupid fucking videos up, we can hit it and shock the shit out. Okay. Oh. Do we? Uh, all right. I, I wanted to get to some stuff instead of Slimer all over the place. All right. So I, I posted something on the uh, Rabbit and Red uh, group. It was the um, the Evil Evil Dead Rise. What did you think of that, Cody? Is that they're coming the out? out? No, it was just an advertisement. I thought it was oh. neat, and it's being produced by Sam Raimi and uh, Bruce about the Campbell. They've got out with like the, the yeah, power like, and then the uh, in the reflections, the chainsaw in the water. That one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that was fan made. No, I guess no. not. I guess it's oh. going to be on HBO Max. I am getting serious Demons 2 vibes off this. Right? Off the poster, yeah. That's what I'm thinking. My Which brother, cool. <laughs> you know, man, too. Will they squeeze the juice? Yeah. They do squeeze the juice. Anyway. I, I think you're right. I think I, I got the same vibe. I was like, that looks like Demons 2. Like in a building, they're going to be in a, a skyscraper or whatever. Not to say it's going to be like Demons 2. Demons 2 is was badass. So you think they're going to try to rip it off, though? Uh, Call it I'm Evil Dead? Gonna, no, I don't think it's going to be a rip off. It's going to be like Demons 2, except with Deadites. So ripping it off. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, man. I, 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 this, I think the movie the okay I'm going to say this about it right off the bat I All think right, it's going to be visually it. just stunning. give it to us give it to us visually stunning uh, I think we're going to get over the top gore uh, basically uh, we're kind of, I'm afraid we're kind of going to get the Evil Dead remake except in a high rise and uh, they won't even probably have an Ash like character in it again again which it's arguable the character of Mia was the basically the Ash character they hinted around to that, but and I enjoyed the remake, but I just don't want to see it again in a high rise. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know where they're going with that. I mean, are we gonna? Well, well, they're already saying they're going more straight horror on this. 
Uh, well, kind of like the, kind of like the reboot. Yeah. yeah, the remake, whatever you want to call it. I, what, yeah. I would say more of a yeah. It you're right, remake. They had a lot more blood and everything in it. Yes, Loomis. <laughs> He's like he went to the barber and said, "Make me look like Donald Pleasance, please." No, I did this myself. Um, <laughs> Damn you, Michael! Damn you, Michael! That's right. It's going to be complete and utter shit. Looks horrible. Fucking no Bruce, no Evil Dead. Sucks just like the remake sucks. Okay. Going- I I remember when we covered the remake. He puts his two cents back in. on morbidly made. It was. Yeah, you hated it back then too, but it, it's still, aside from the MacGyver bullshit in it, a solid. Do you know why I hated it, Cody? Cody, do you know why I hated it? And I'll tell you. Today, Alvarez lied to me. Oh God! Yes, I remember this story. He lied. He lied. <laughs> and he lied. He said it was going to be good. He had me all psyched up, thinking I'm going to go see a good movie. <laughs> and you know what I saw? Something that made me want to vomit and shit all over the. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that story. We may have to take this one to movie court. Uh oh. Are we gonna we gonna take it to movie court? You just asked them to blind yeah, to lead the blind week. here. Yeah, maybe next week. Maybe um, next week. I don't know. Or a week after. It, it might play. Just uh, just just some forewarning that a video might just play and oh. it'll be movie court. And I might have to bring in our uh, our one of our guests is in the backstage, so I might have to bring him in for movie court. You know what? This needs a movie court. Producer Mike. Oh, I think he's leaving. All right, hold on, hold on. I gotta get some. Uh, are you? Uh, hey, Paul. Are you? Are you ready for some movie court? Hey, producer. Yeah, man. Let's do the movie court. We got All a right, little. We got a discrepancy here. Let's see. I think he's looking for the damn thing. Hold on. We got a video. Here, I got it. Never mind. I got it. Make the talent do everything. Hold on. Okay. (laughs) All right. Movie court. So, uh, Mike, get your ass in here. You're in movie court. Since you hated the movie so much. Okay, so I guess uh, where where were you on this, Cody? You liked it? Yeah, I enjoyed it. Uh, Okay, all right. And uh, Paul, what did you think of the the Evil Dead remake? uh, Apparently, I guess I'm the defendant here. Is Paul going to be our our guest judge? (laughs) Okay, Paul, you're a guest judge. Okay. 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 Uh, I forgot my white wig, though. I forgot my white wig. (laughs) I'll do it. All right, all right, cool deal. Hey, Mike, get your ass in. You're the one that hates the movie. Can you hear me? Well, kind of. What the hell happened to you? Now I just see your bald head. Is it his head though? Uh, Oh, he is dressed like Donald Pleasance, and he's in love with him. What was that movie where the guy was like, "Oh, the talented Mr. Ripley"? Or he's he's pulling the talented Mr. Ripley. He's like, "I want to be him." It's like you can be him. He's already dead. You can be him. <laughs> what in the world's going on here? I had a thing set up, and now he he keeps going in and out. What is up with producer Mike's cam? My brother says, "Look like someone in the middle of birth." <laughs> 
we've been we've been having oh, all, sorts of, all sorts of fun issues today. Oh my god, man! It's like we can't get a, see. I'm pushing all right, prosecution. I'm moving things around. I can't see. All right, all right. Hey, okay, we got a guest judge for movie court prosecution, uh, okay. and and, and uh, the defendant. So, uh, prosecution. Uh, uh, go ahead. Uh, you you run the court, Paul. You run who you want to hear whose case first. I'm going to shut up. You know what? You know what? I really want to hear Mike's take. Mike, why does why do you think it sucks? Because there was no need for these people to go to that stupid fucking cabin. Because okay, I, I'm I'm going to recover from drugs and go through fucking detox in a fucking cabin in the middle of the woods. And and they didn't even really have like a decent tree rape. And Mia is no ash. Mia sucks. Okay, I want to shoot Mia in the fucking skull and just run her over with a fucking car and let her fucking just die because she is like a poor fucking ash substitute. No ash, no evil dead. It's Mia, not ash. And just because Mia is three letters and ash is three letters, it doesn't count. Mia still sucks. Okay, we got (laughs) Mia sucks and shitty tree rape. All right, Cody, what you got? Well, normally I'd have two or three objections at least to anything Mike says, but mm-hmm. you know I agree with the tree rape thing. It was <laughs> it was watered down. Uh, it definitely paled in comparison to the original. Uh, Wait, are you aren't you supposed to be defending this? <laughs> I, I I am. I am. Alvarez would be shot. Now let me tell you. What I do like about the film. It's it's visceral, it's gory, it's pretty fast paced. It clicks right along. You know, they don't take long to get into uh, the uh, bloodshed, and there's some awesome gore in this. Come on, Mike. Oh, it's visceral. The the chick cutting her arm off with the turkey saw, the meat saw, and hanging by the thread. That's awesome. The, The yeah. Tongue on the razor blade. Great stuff. Great stuff. Yeah. Now, I agree the third act was probably the weakest part of the film. Um, mm-hmm. But still, it kind of redeemed itself. 20 seconds of groovy, Cody. 20 seconds of groovy. Not even 20 seconds. All you get is groovy. Well, of I course, mean, that was the best part of the film. Fuck yeah. But whenever she you know rips her hand oh. off and jams it down. Sorry, spoilers. The movie's been out for almost 10 years now, so. Right. You should have seen it by now. Uh, you know what, though? I, 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 I jams it down on the chainsaw. I'm I, like, I you know. I, I object. That's okay. I'm going to give this movie one yeah, thing. I'm going to give this movie one thing that makes it good. Or no, that makes it better than Ghostbusters Afterlife. Or I have to, or I'll give it, I'll give it, I'll give it a one up. At least this had ash in it for a few seconds. Whereas Ghostbusters Afterlife gave us no Slimer whatsoever. Fuck you, Sony. Oh, you done with your objection? Are you done with your objection? Go ahead. What? What? Now, I ponder this. What if they would have waited till now to do this uh, Evil Dead remake? Or instead of Evil Dead Rise, they would have waited till now? in the age of legacy sequels, which yeah. a lot of people argue that the evil dead remake in, in a way is a 
legacy sequel, not a reboot, and like a multiverse thing. It's not. Oh, it is not. And if they could tie that all in, tweak a few things, I think you would probably like it. No. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. And if they and if they did it now, it would still suck because Bruce Campbell isn't going to do it because he knows he's too old to play Ash. Still on, still doing. Uh, Rambo and uh, and Expendables in his seventies. Bruce Campbell can still do Ash. Yeah, though that's the difference. He can. I think Bruce Campbell. Thank you. I I think the issue that we have with Evil Dead. Well, it, well, I, th- I thought it was thoroughly enjoyable. Uh, it was called Evil Dead, and then we got the Evil Dead TV series, which is what awesome. Yeah, which which is what the sequel should have been. We shouldn't have got yeah. a reboot. We should have got a sequel, yeah. and then we should have yeah. introduced a different character that was going to carry the chainsaw after, if that's what they wanted to do. But then it's like we got a reboot, and then we got a TV series. So I'm like, what happened? Like, <laughs> like this, <laughs> is, is the reboot in the, is in the, the same universe as this? Yeah, the, the because the remake, the end? The remake you know generated the interest, interest, and we pro- we probably wouldn't have got the series without the remake. Oh, oh yes, you would have. Okay. Yes, you would have, because you got the fucking series. Because everybody knows the reboot sucks. That's why okay. you got the series because they needed to make a men. <laughs> Sustained. Sustained. Okay. L- listen, so, we got we gotta have a judgment on this because Michael will go into the days of you know, just days and days into his argument without just completing what his argument is. I'll just say it, just it say it. I have to. Fuck it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fucking horrible. Okay, he said it's horrible. Okay. The defense rest. Okay. Exactly. Oh, the defense rest. Okay. Uh, our guest judge, who, who are you going to? Uh, uh, who are you in favor for the 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 defense or the plaint or the prosecution? Man, I'm gonna have to side with Captain Cody. Oh, I lost twice. Captain Cody. Yeah. Yeah, Cap. No, he. You know what? That's your new name. <laughs> Rolls off the top. Yay. So, Cody. Fuck. Awesome. And Mike. It's disappointing. You big dummy. You are a big dummy. You big, you big dummy. You big dummy. But hey, he you lost know, like, again. At least uh, Bruce Campbell gets to, gets to <laughs> continue doing Evil Dead in video games. Yeah, so, and he does you know, have a cameo in the upcoming Doctor Strange film. Oh, oh, there you go. oh, yeah, dude, he he is gonna have it because he's sitting right next to Sam Raimi. He's like, hey, what else you have? Yeah, you know, hey, Even what more, else is I, going I already, on? I already fucked up and told him I wouldn't play Ash anymore. I know, and now he's just <laughs> he's under the desk. <laughs> yeah. That's what he's doing, oh. the Sam Raimi. I understand. I remember, I understand remember back Campbell's... in college, Sam. What? <laughs> I understand Bruce Campbell's point of like him just being over it. Yeah. Know? But then I think if um I think if Army of Darkness and even the TV show would have generated a lot more money, uh, Bruce Campbell would still be would still be doing it. Oh yeah. But yeah, it's definitely. like by but by, by the time the TV show got to season three, 
it was kind of like uh was what were they on uh stars i think yeah. i think stars just gave up on yeah. the show on season well, 3 and bruce campbell's talked about that uh very openly the, i mean it it was like the most pirated tv show uh in history yeah i mean it wasn't that people weren't watching it <laughs> They just, just pirated. They just didn't want to pay for it. Yeah. Well, no one wanted to be subscribed to Stars. That's the problem. I got, I got, I got actually got the app just for that show. Yeah. Well, and I, you know, I did. I was into, I was in the Stars, uh, into the Stars Network whenever they had Spartacus. I did enjoy that. A little bit too much man dong, but other than that, the violence and you know uh, the boob ratio was good. So I mean, it kind of counteracted the dongs that you saw just flopping Spartacus. everywhere. Spartacus was pretty cool. It was. Yeah, I liked I, it. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah. But then they tried to do pirates, and that was eh. That move. That show was all right. Whatever. Uh, trying to rip that off, but I think that's why people pirated. They're like, oh, okay, well, just watch Evil Dead, and some people just didn't want that again. With all the subscription things, Disney Plus and Paramount Plus, you know, I can just go on forever now. Yeah. So, it, it, you know, I don't blame them. If they're like, I only like Evil Dead, why do I want to watch anything else on Stars? So, there you go. I'm really interested in seeing what they're going to do with Evil Dead Rise. Yeah, I mean, it's, I it's if, interesting. I wonder if, it, if it's going to be like the reboot. Um, mm. they're, yeah, they're just going to put it in a sky rise, or if they're going to come up with something completely original and just have like the deadites, uh, you know, like keep it in canon where the deadites escaped and it's like right outside of this uh, of this isolated cabin, there's a city, you know, like it's going to reach the city limits. Yeah, you know what I hope like, they oh. do with this, really. I hope they're, they're keep done really good at keeping it under wraps and this is a secret sequel to the remake. And yeah. even if even if they tie it in to the original evil dead universe somehow i think that would yeah. just you know dip their toes in the water in, in both realms you know the, everybody's into the whole multiverse thing now with all the uh superhero movies why not do it with the horror yeah. uh, franchises too well, well it's like the the thing about the reboot that it it, it it was confusing because it's like okay they go to this cabin you see ash's ash's car outside yeah, and well, because Sam Raimi like, throws that in every movie. Uh, you know. <laughs> yeah, he does. But it was just—I mean, it, it, it was just confusing because it was like, okay, so some of the same types of things are happening, um, but I don't know. It was just—it was just really confusing because I was like, does it want to be its own thing, or does it want to be a reboot, or does it tie into the to the universe with? Uh, yeah, I think it was just kind of a nod to the original. Just so people would speculate and talk about it, you know, and, and it worked. <laughs> um, I'm going to go to the chat real quick. <laughs> it's blowing up now uh, between two people, my brother and our, a good a good buddy of mine, Leroy, with, uh, a.k.a. Chug Boy. He's in the chat. Let's see what we got here. Uh, my brother said he was disappointed there was no Slimer. Screw you and Mike. Y'all can go have a camp out somewhere and talk about how you hated that there was no Slimer. Uh, hey, I see that heat. Yes, sir. His album, Dark Horizons. Check it out. It's on Spotify. Look up Chug Boy. And uh, he said, oh, they mentioned the dong thing. Hey, dong is nice sometimes. <laughs> and my brother said, is there any other type? 
<laughs> and hey, it's 2022. There's all types of dongs, apparently. I, uh, there's a big old dong conversation, and <laughs> that sounded funny how I just said that. <laughs> I just started a dong thread. Hashtag dongs uh, for... Rabbit and Red Life. <laughs> oh, God, I can, I can see this show banner now. Whenever Mike posts this, hashtag Casino Man too. Hashtag Dogs. <laughs> Paul's like, thanks, guys. <laughs> He's like, wow, I didn't mean to hitch to this wagon. Yeah. yeah. Jeez. You know, man, anyway. Oh my God. I thought, so, you know, like, uh, I wish oh, everybody would have. Would would have read the script, you know? Like, I wanted to hear everyone's thoughts on the uh, script because I it's like the only I know that, that have read the script are uh, me, Chris, my brother, and now Mister Mister Poe. Yeah, and, and no, and Mike. Well, halfway through, I don't know what he did. He smacked into a wall or something, broke his glasses. Now he has to be like two inches from a screen just to see anything. Um. <clears throat> but yeah, uh, we didn't share it with everybody because I was like, it, it, it got busy, and I was like, and I know Cody, well, you were out you at, you were at the Mud Nats thing, I so I doubt you would have time to read anything. <laughs> yeah, the what? The, 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 what is this? The the uh, Mud Nats. It's, uh, the Mud Nats. Uh, High Lifter uh, Mud Nationals. It's a big, the biggest ATV UTV. Uh, event in the world basically you go to a big off-road park and it's like the uh sturgis the black hills rally except for yeah. atvs and utvs where's this at uh it's in uh, blevins arkansas now it was in texas for uh like 15 years in uh jacksonville texas at a big park but uh yeah it, it's a blast is that that thing that uh that that vice did a show on Mm, I don't know. There have been several. They like, might uh, have the Travel Channel and several uh, Discovery Channel, uh, uh, World's Wildest Partiers, uh, <laughs> TV. Yeah, uh, shit. I just saw this thing on Vice where they were like talking about um, Confederate flags at this big mud rally in Arkansas, and uh, it, was, it was. They were like talking about how at this at, at this rally. Uh, Everybody gets together. It's like there's uh, yeah. blacks and whites uh -oh. and everybody, and they Hello? and they can fly the Confederate oh, yeah. flags. And, oh, are you there? Yeah, <laughs> it's super cool, super cool. I mean, like, but well, it's been, it's it's not a super huge event. Like I said, it's it's had upward upwards of over twenty thousand in attendance. I think like twenty twenty five thousand was the most it's ever had. But but yeah, everybody's just. Are you there? Oh my so goodness! Chill and just there to have a good time. Uh. Yeah. Everybody just hang out, drink beer, ride, and have trail. fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have have a good time together and, and get uh, covered in mud. <laughs> and get covered in mud, absolutely. Uh, and and going to the the chat uh, muddy dong convention, so it can. <laughs> it it is uh, it's muddy dongs muddy uh, muddy, uh, muddy dong convention. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I, that's why I, I didn't send it to voice, you. I kept hearing a voice coming in. Who is that? Oh, you did? Yeah. Who is it? Well, it, it, hopefully it's me and Cody. Oh, okay. 
heard, I heard somebody like coming in. I didn't know who it was. The ghost of Polly Shore is oh, coming no, to no. cancel us. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, from a Polly Shore. Oh my dad. god. Shore's you know dad. what? I I think my connections my connections going in and out now. What the heck? This damn weather. Okay, I guess I'm gonna call it quits because <laughs> my my internet's now jacking up, and uh, we needed the rain though. We really did. So, uh, anyway, Paul, thanks again for showing up and uh, hanging out with us and being a guest judge on the movie court. My kids are asleep right now, so I'm just sitting here in their in their playroom, enjoying <laughs> enjoying the peace and quiet. <laughs> God, I hope mine airs. <laughs> but, all right, oh yeah, my yeah. Thanks, yeah, guys. Man. I really appreciate. Man, thanks so much uh, for being on. Uh, we'll, we'll definitely have to do it again. Uh, Am I? We drunk? may have to make. We may have to make Paul our permanent movie court judge. <laughs> he, he's the only yes, one. We do. I haven't had any luck with our previous movie court judge. <laughs> Well, you know, uh, yeah, I'm a, you know, I'm, I'm a filmmaker, so it's like I can see all the different facets of these of these movies. So, yeah, but yeah, man, anytime. All right, well, awesome. All right, thanks, guys. I really appreciate it. Have a good night, and now you I'll, too, Paul. I will, I will go. <laughs> all right, man. I appreciate Cheers, you. Man. Thanks. Right. Oh. All right, uh, Cody, can you hear me at all? Yeah, you're crystal clear, man. Really? Uh, man, it seemed like I was coming in and out. but uh, yeah, That whole time, I could hear you fine. Really? Mm -hmm. Huh, I guess he was cutting in and out. The damn storms around here, man. It, it kind of sucks. Um, but anyway, I, okay, well, thank you. You're I'm fine. glad. I guess he couldn't hear me because I, I mentioned... Uh, you know, thanks for coming on and everything, and, then he, and he went into something else. So I guess... Uh, I guess it's the, it's just the weather. We got some storms coming through, and apparently we got ISIS watching us now. <laughs> In the right. chat, there's Islamic. We finally state. made it, guys. We finally made it. <laughs> uh, you're going, and we're blocking you, ISIS. We don't like you. Now I'm on a watch list. Infidels. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we get it. <laughs> This has been an interesting show. I, I'm glad the guys came on. I, I, it sucked that some people had technical difficulties, but you know what? I, I will. Every show has them. Every show has technical difficulties. So, no, no sweat. But I am uh, appreciative of everybody being in the chat and watching us. And I'm glad, Cody, you made it back from the Mud Nationals. So I, I'm still recuperating. You're still. <laughs> your liver is like. Yeah, really? More beer? Really? It was uh, like that by about day two. Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, I'm glad you had fun. I'm glad you made it back. And uh, I know next week is Mind Jacked, a brand new episode. And uh, Mike, do you have anything special y'all are talking about or have you not come up with that yet? I have no absolute idea. Oh, wow. Okay cool deal so anyway stay tuned uh we'll advertise for it and then uh i know we got some other shows coming up next week i am going to take a break 
because <laughs> I've been on three nights in a row. Oh, shoot, two nights in a row. But, um, yeah, I think I might be taking a break for a little while and just uh, chilling out. But I know we'll be back and uh, we'll get someone set up for Rabbit and Red Live. I don't know who yet, but we'll get a guest. And uh, I know something else is premiering next week. I'm not going to say. Yeah, it's another show I'm on, but it's pre-recorded and it's with uh, Paul Rasso. So we got something cooking up for y'all. And everyone check out the resurrection of VHS Live. Yes, check it out. Oh, and, and Mike, you, you tell me when and I'll be whatever character you want on that damn thing. I was gonna talk to both of you guys. Well, yeah, yeah. both of you guys, because we have uh, something coming up for the next episode that Rose wanted me to to feel out some people on. So, awesome. I will be in touch. Cool, cool. It's not leaving because I can't see to hit the fucking button. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's all right. Well, um, everybody, good night. Thanks again. We'll see you next week. He had the blindest eyes.
This is what put this place on the map. Oh. What are you doing, Mrs. Tony? No, 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 you can't do this. You can't do this here. Ah. Now, now, we must leave now, please. Look, Kashmir, Rajneesh, why don't you just chill? No, but still. Link and I are cruising the mountain, bro, and we figure we's a little juice. No, we think that juice. Lucky Land Slots, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.